0: MoneyWeb now on the money. Also available on podcast. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. I'm chatting with Wandili Shalobo, Chief Economist at the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. Wendeli, I appreciate the time today. Fair to say 2023 has been another decent year for, for farmers broadly across the various different uh, farming sectors in South Africa.
1: Thanks for having me on, Simon. Uh, I think you, you are right uh, in saying that. But I would segment it, uh, Simon, and say uh, it's been a decent year for a majority of subsectors with the exception of one. Because mm-hmm. you may recall that we could dissect South Africa's agriculture into broad three subsectors, to say field crops, that's where you include all your grains and all seeds and sugar cane. And then you have your horticulture, our fruits and wine, and then you have their livestock and poultry. And I would say on a livestock and poultry, there's been a number of challenges, but everything put together, it's still a reasonably decent year. I would, I would agree on that point. The,
0: the, the, the poultry well-known, of course, the, the avian flu, which is, has swept through the the, the sector with, with, with devastating uh, impact. Is, is that being managed as the worst behind us? Is it still a challenge for the space?
1: I would say, Simon, on that, uh, the challenge is still uh, with us, but there's a number of interventions that have been uh, put mm-hmm. in, in place. Uh, I mean, the first one was to say, look, we have now this outbreak and the spreading, and can we make sure that our biosecurity system is strong? By that, I mean the measures that we put in place to control the spread of the disease. And I think the government and the private sector were able to do that. The second part then was to say, look, we are running out of stock. Can we import some fertilized eggs mm. to rebuild our parent stock flock? And I think that's something that has been underway and, and it's promising. And the aspect of saying, can we import some of the powder and the flu- and, uh, uh, fluid eggs so that we can be able to use those powder eggs in baking industries so that we take a little bit of some of the whole eggs and mm. put them into the retail shelf for people. And I think a combination of those measures and the other aspects that the businesses themselves are taking on the private side has somewhat stabilized uh, their supplies. But of course, on the financials, you yourself have discussed the, the food companies' financials, particularly yeah. those with exposure in poultry, and they're feeling the impact.
0: Uh, livestock, what's been the challenges with, with livestock? We, we chatted livestock middle of the year. It, it's a space within agriculture, certainly, I think, uh, it gets overlooked by a, a lot of investors and in, in, in the border South African population.
1: Absolutely, Simon. And it's an important one because if you think about livestock along with poultry, they make up about. of the gross value added of South Africa's agriculture. Mm -hmm. So you could argue and say half is this. And the key challenge there in livestock has also been the animal disease, what we call foot and mouth disease. You may recall at the start of this year, you and I had a conversation Mm -hmm. where we talked about some of the key things. And I was mentioning that we had foot and mouth disease in about six of our nine provinces in 2022. Um and these challenges continued into this year. And of course when you have these diseases it does mean that you are taken out of some of the export markets, um and the trading in general in livestock somewhat slightly less than what we had seen in the previous years and also just the 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 meat prices were under pressure for the first part of the year and those are some of the things that i think they weighed on the profitability of the livestock and i will add there very quickly simon and say even the pig industry had challenges on Mm -hmm. the african swine fever south of johannesburg and some provinces also experienced that so i would say if you think about livestock Piggery, as well as a, a, a poultry. It's for the first time, really, where we're seeing South Africa having an intensity of all of these three diseases African swine fever, foot and mouth disease, and avian influenza at the same time. And also when feed prices for those that are in poultry and in livestock were just starting to come down and offer them relief from the past two years of higher feed prices. So, those were the challenges I would say they weighed on the subsector of our agricultural economy.
0: You mentioned exports as well uh, there, and, and, and ports. I mean, we've seen the this, this story. We've had issues with Transnet, with the rail lines. Uh, ports now also struggling. That must be, must be hurting. I'm thinking particularly the citrus farmers down in, in, in the Western Cape who want to export out of Cape Town.
1: Absolutely. You know, Simon, if I were to rank to you and say, uh, let me rank some of the maybe top three problems Mm -hmm. that South Africa's agriculture faced this year. The first one will be the one that we just discussed, animal diseases. The second one will be ports and the third one will be load shedding. Quickly on the ports one, I would say for the first nine months of this year, we did reasonably well on exports. I mean, I'm looking at the data now for the first nine months of this year, South Africa exported agricultural products worth $10.2 billion. This is up 1% compared to 2022 Mm -hmm. levels. Now we're worried about the last quarter of the year to read those numbers because we've already seen then in the last quarter, the issues in Durban, the issues in Cape Town Harbour, they will weigh on the activity for the last quarter going into the first quarter of next year. As you know that at the end of the year, it's a period of exports of deciduous fruits, table grapes and wine going into January throughout February. That's the heavy activity in the Cape Town port side. So when those numbers come, I'll be curious to look at that, and I do think that they will show a bit of a slight moderation from the good momentum that we had seen in the first nine months of the year.
0: Load shedding, uh, is that predominantly irrigation when when crops are being irrigated? Uh, And and then, of course, I imagine processing as well.
1: Absolutely, and you will appreciate the fact that all of our fruit and vegetables Mm. are under irrigation. And when you think about the field crops... 20% of maize under irrigation, 15% of soybean irrigation, almost a third of sugar irrigation Mm. and the other crops. Now, at the start of the year, we were fortunate in a sense that as load shedding intensified and farmers had input all of their own uh, energy generation sources, uh, we were also in a La Nina period, which Mm. really assisted us with good rains. But I would say from a finances perspective of the farmers they've had to put out a lot of money to put alternative energy sources but yes at the start of the year vegetable farmers did feel the impact poultry sector felt the impact and throughout the food processing and value chain and the abattoirs they did feel feel the impact of that but i think Instead of the output, it shows more perhaps maybe on the financials of those that had to invest um, in these uh, alternative energy sources. Yeah, we've
0: seen that a- across the value chain, the, 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 the extra money being spent. You mentioned Lonino there. Of course, we're expecting an El Nino, which is a more drying uh, environment. It, it seems, I mean, we have certainly had some heat waves around the country. Um, rain's perhaps been a bit, I don't know, weird happening. That's probably climate change. But it certainly hasn't been as devastating as... as the droughts of, what was it, eight or nine years ago?
1: Absolutely, and we we remain uh, fairly optimistic that uh, going into the whole of 2024 20, uh, uh, mm-hmm. we will actually continue to see some good rainfall uh, uh, for much of south africa the south african weather service says there could be good rainfall more so in central and eastern south africa until march 2024 20, uh, from there on we think that then el nino will intensify in our eyes it seems like the 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 moisture from the past four consecutive seasons of La Nina is assisted in as far as planting and these uh, recent rains of course they've added uh, that much support but we are worried about heat waves in recent weeks we've seen stronger heat waves across South Africa and if anything in europe we saw how devastating these heat waves could be and i think for me going into march 2024 the one thing that we have to monitor is the heat wave and the impact of it on the crops um that's the one thing that we will be watching and if then we we assume that it becomes moderate and we do get the rainfall, we think that the season could be decent. But I think this is a key upside risk we, we need to keep an eye on. A,
0: a recent tweet you just put out around uh, employment in the sector, just short of a, of a million jobs in the agricultural space, which is back to 1990 levels, which is, I mean, it, it's what our country desperately needs employment. And I got to say, I was surprised. I would have thought efficiencies in yields, mechanization, uh, employment would be trending down. But no, it's actually moving higher.
1: Now uh, it's very encouraging to see that we have more and more people that are actually working in agriculture. And I tell you what, Simon, if we can get the 2.5 million hectares of land that is currently on the government's land holding account mm-hmm. into full production, I still think that we could see a nearly another million jobs being created in agriculture and agro-processing, because that's what uh, 2012. The National Development Plan said, they Mm -hmm. said, look, there could be more jobs in agriculture and more in agro-processing, and I think that those jobs will be there. And some people may have worried to say, with the recent increases in minimum wage, um, there's perhaps maybe uh, job losses in agriculture, but the numbers are coming up saying, look, yes, the financial pressures are there. Yes, the wages are rising but farmers seem to be understanding of the need uh, for them to create work and pay decent wages, and the, the, the numbers are promising.
0: Yep. And, of course, if we double the employment, we would also significantly increase exports. That would help as well. Wondili Shlobo, Chief Economist, Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa, always appreciate the insights. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.